Listener Production. Created for expectant parents, new mums, new grandparents, or women thinking about becoming pregnant. This series guides you through the highs and lows of pregnancy, giving birth, and the complexities of parenting. Welcome to Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Midwife Kath, food for thought. <gasps> food. Glorious food. <laughs> it is glorious. If you're an yes. eater, I'm an eater. Like, yep. I just love food's fabulous. Yeah, food is great. What do you do? When, food is love. What, what do you do, do you think? Yeah. Just the putting the effort into the preparation and sharing your food and yeah. very Italian of you. <laughs> Not sure it's very Irish. Katarina. <laughs> <laughs> What happens when our little people are not enjoying food or how do we introduce food and then how do we prepare for It's too much. Too much. Too much stress. It's not, is it? Back off. It's about enjoying the introduction of food and that means the parents enjoying giving the baby food. We don't want any anxiety around food. There's no hurry. There's no hurry. The child will eat by the time he or she goes to school. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, there's there's no hurry. And if the child has, you know, like gagging or vomiting yes. or... And look, I you know... I have seen you, it. You've seen it. Oh. And it's distressing and, you know... Why it, do they do it? Well, they do it because they can and also because it's, you know, they're, they're really highly sensitive at the back of their throat. And a lot of the time... They're not ready. They're really... Some children aren't ready. Some children have got their mouth like Luna Park <laughs> and they are like shovel it in, in, Mum, you know? And it's like if the spoon is not in there constantly, like some parents have got two spoons going because... They're little... And it's not boys only. It's girls too. Some girls are just like, give it to me. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, it just depends on the child. When should you be concerned? So, so give me a ballpark. I've had the baby, um, I'm, the baby's now nine months. Well, I usually start around six months. Okay. That's when they're really ready to start eating. Do they have to, they don't need teeth, obviously. No. I know I ask these stupid questions, but no, I don't no, ask them. They no, don't, no, they no. don't need, that. no, they're fine. The <laughs> questions are fine, but um, they don't need teeth because we, we're starting off with sort of puree type food. There is a movement for what we call baby-led weaning, and that is for um, babies to have, you know, like soft um, broccoli and soft food that they just pick up and put in their mouth. Now, personally, I don't use it um, or encourage mums to use it because I feel there's enough anxiety around food as it is. Mm. Um I think some things just haven't changed and that is, you know, in the development of children, taking food slowly is really worthwhile. It's it's worthwhile because what we were talking about before, if, if you've got a child that's gagging or vomiting, it just creates anxiety in the mum in the in the whole extended family, doesn't it? Oh, every time you feed them, they just yeah. vomit and everyone's over you. Everyone's trying oh. to do a song and dance to get this kid um, eating. Mm. If that happens, I really just back off and just stop stop the food, and you know, try one week or two weeks later. There's no hurry because milk is the most important food for the first twelve months. 
So we've got a magic year of milk. Mm. It's a very special year that milk is number one. So if um, women are breastfeeding or formula feeding, it's it's number one. Number one. So you get to six months and you, you just try? You just try? Try. Okay. And so food is, um, the introduction of food is about taste. It's about texture. It's about um, adventure. It's about education. You make it sound fun. It should be fun. And it's about um, working out about allergies. It's not about sustaining life. And it's not about, you know, having gourmet menu. Let's just talk about that quickly. So, you know, this is the other thing. I'm I'm not a confident cook, Kath. I'm, I'm not, I, well, look, I'm happy with Vegemite on toast. I'm one of those people. I love food. Do you put an egg on it? Have you ever tried that? Oh, no, I love avocado and, and, and Vegemite. No, try Vegemite yeah, no. And, the, and a boiled egg mashed on no, it. No, I think that would sound yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, oh. but... <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, I, look, I love food. I'm not a foodie. But if I had the responsibility of feeding little people um, on a regular basis, I'd feel quite anxious about that. I'm not quite sure what it is you would have to do. You've just you've just got to start with basic foods. And I always start with, like, foods from the ground. So you start with um, basic rice cereal and you start with apples and pears and sweet potato and potato, like really basic food. Just you don't start with shellfish and, <laughs> you know, like caviar. But do you, what about nutrition? Do you just get the pumpkin and you boil it and then you puree it with a bit of butter or no, no butter? butter? Nothing. No just, Vegemite. No, no, nothing. Okay. No, just, just, just potato. Not, nice soft potato, sweet yep. potato, mix them together. Put a bit of milk in it, a bit, bit of formula or breast milk. Yeah. Don't put water. Put put the milk in because it gives some calories. Okay. Yeah. Just make it squishy. So you can make it a little bit lumpy so that the baby can move it around its mouth and mm. swallow. Mm. Um, and you just start with a little bit. You, don't, you know, you don't have to give. It's As I said, it's not about sustaining life. The milk is about sustaining life. So you always feed the baby f- the milk first and then an hour later just give a little taste. Yeah. Um, so just little mini steps then. Just a little half a teaspoon. So this is meant to be fun: colour, texture, exactly. taste. Exactly. Exactly. You mentioned very briefly allergies. Now that that would also you try them later. You, okay. So, but what? what later, are that? nine, ten like, months. You're talking nuts, Egg, eggs, nuts. Oh, eggs, milk, mm. milk. Yeah. yeah. So all the allergic foods you try later. Um, and, you, and so with with eggs, what uh, what the way I was always taught to do it, and I still teach this way because it makes sense and it's easy. And again, it decreases anxiety. And if you're going to if you're going to give a baby egg or peanut or nuts, and it's potentially an allergic food, well, it's best to do it easy so it's not going to cause a reaction. And then what do you do that? So what you do is for eggs, you um, boil an egg. And so the, the least allergic part of the egg is the yolk. Okay. So the yellow part. So you boil the egg and you just put your little finger in um, the yolk. And what you do is you wash your hands, put the little finger in the yolk and you just put it in the inside of the baby's lip. Okay, you right. don't put it in his mouth because if you put it in his mouth, it's going to go down his throat. His throat, and if he's allergic, it's going to swell the whole throat up. Mm. If you put it on the inside of his lip, and he's allergic, just the lips going to swell up. Ah, that's interesting. So, if he's allergic to the yolk, he's 
certainly going to be allergic to the white because okay. that is the most allergic part of the egg. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought it would have been the yolk. No. No, no the white. No yolking at all. <laughs> so um, so you go through the, the yolk over, over a week, you mm. give um, that, and then you try the protein of the white. Mm. So you cook the egg, a little bit of um, on your um, finger, mm. again on the inside of the lip, and, you, and if there is a reaction, it'll be instant. And that's a rash, sometimes, and swelling of the lip. If if you're concerned, take the baby to the the, hosp- the um, GP. If really concerned, you ring an ambulance. Yeah, right. Kath, take what, a photo. What What about nuts? Nuts, you can um, get a little bit of smooth peanut butter. Okay. Just a tiny bit. Same, same thing on the inside of the lip. So not enough for them to use their tongue and swallow. Just nut. You're just saying just a touch. Touch. That's just, all they need. And you'll see. Yep. That's all you need. Okay. So you do that about nine <clears throat> months? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And you just do things, like you do things really slow. Well, that- if you've got a child, as I said, that's like one of those, you know, those um, clowns at the at the show that, you know, <laughs> open <laughs> their mouth <laughs> and you're putting, you just you're putting ping pong balls yeah. down their mouth. If, if you've got a child like that, Lucky. go for it. But be careful. It's really easy to overfeed those kids. Because they just, you you could just feed them and feed them. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also can get to the point where they're like, Bleh. yeah, and they haven't quite learned that. So you've got to you've got to give a limit. Is to it the them. same as adults where you you have an amount of food and then you wait ten or fifteen minutes and then you you can have some more? You know, you take no, some... you give the you give the milk first. Yes, wait an hour. Yes, and then just give a certain portion of the. Of the food. Okay. So you don't want to give a lot and then a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we, you've also got to do some play and, you know, there's a lot to do in the in the day and yeah. you don't want to spend your whole time feeding the baby food. <laughs> yeah. What about, Kath, um, meat? It's meat, the same as vegetables. Like meat a comes sausage, a bit later. Sausage or something? Or? Oh, that, that comes a bit later because, you know, it, it, it takes time to, you know, again, move it around your mouth. So you've got the... Um, uh, like the mints that yeah. you can put in through the veggies and yeah. yeah. But as the baby gets older, you you make the the puree a little thicker. But you do it gradually. You don't go from puree to lumpy. Mm. You've got to just make it slowly, slowly, slowly a little thicker. the The problem is is if you if you go from um, if you keep it puree and the baby's twelve months old and they're still just having puree. Why is that a problem? Well, because they're, because they're not eating developmentally. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and they'll only eat puree because they, they need to chew and swallow. Okay. Um, so the ideal thing is to give them like um, when they're sort of seven months old, get a cutlet bone, take all the gristle off it, and just let them let them suck it and and chew it. They love things like that texture and mm. don't be frightened. Things. Things that frighten me, mm. I can tell you what, are those things like rusks, you know, that they can put in their mouth and they do gag a little bit. But yeah. give them like, a, a, as I said, a chop bone or a, a cutlet bone. What you don't want the child to do is get an aversion to food and that builds up through, seriously through anxiety from the person giving the food. Have you seen this? Oh, Terrible. So, what happens when you're an anxious parent? What what do you, what, what do we look like? Well, first of all, they the, the child will just close its mouth and turn away. Now, that's okay. A lot of kids do that, and if they do that, don't worry. Take them out of the high chair, 
forget about it. Start it in another week or two. Mm. You know, they're going to eat. You know, don't make a thing about it. Don't try and force them. Don't walk around the the room, you know. With a, with, with a bowl with a, and the spoon. Yeah. Don't turn the television on because that's the only way you're going to feed a child is, you know, watching the television and, and you're distracting them and so they're just literally opening their mouth and, you know, you want them to enjoy food and and you enjoy feeding them. It's supposed to be a really happy time that you sit down with the family and feed the baby and, look, it does get easier. When you've got, you know, baby two, three and four, they literally eat very well. <laughs> it tends to happen more with baby number, number one. one. Look, I've seen babies, sorry, Brooke, I've seen babies that, you know, just hold the food in their mouth and they won't even swallow and they won't chew. Is that okay? No. You know, they, they, they're so afraid of swallowing and uh. they're so sort of got such bad aversion. It, it, it can get, you know, really bad. So it's about taking those little tiny bits to roll around your mouth and then yeah. feeling confident. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Kath, what about, I mean, it, it, you can be anxious. What, what does an anxious parent look like? How, what do we look like as anxious parents? You know, are we too anxious? We're trying to force feed our kids. What do we look like? Well, they're always trying to get food into the into their child and they, they will make three or four meals and they're really um, desperate to to feed their child. So, you know, they'll even, you know, cook or, or get um, junk food to, to give their child. Because, no. Yeah, because they're just desperate for the child to eat, which it, it doesn't work, you know. You need to give your child... Nutritious. Good food. Even if it's just pumpkin and a bit of milk and... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And some... um, uh, And, you know, like if if babies don't like apples and avocado and pear, that's okay. And if they love stewed... um, If they like um, sweet potato and potato and carrots, it's fine. Give them that every night, every lunchtime. It's fine. Um, And if they like... um, you know, some potato for breakfast, that's okay. Um, maybe some avocado on toast, all those little things, you, you work it out. Yeah. They don't have to have a gourmet menu. And they don't know. have to have a lot. No, mm. no. It's not about, you know, the family meal. When the child turns one, we cut the milk down to about three cups of milk a day and um, the food increases to you know, a really good amount of food. So the food becomes food number one. When we start introducing food, how many times a day should we be introducing those small solid or puree types? Yeah. So to start with, it's just cereal in the morning for a few days, for, for you know, maybe a week or so. Then you have the cereal in the morning and some stewed apples at lunchtime. And then you have the cereal in the morning, stewed apples at lunchtime and some sweet potato at um, dinner. So it's all like half a teaspoon. So we're talking a little bit. So we just want to introduce a small amount slowly. So we're not having huge meals, you know. We don't want to make a real big deal about it. We're just giving the baby a little taste on his lips. little option. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so he can move the, um, the food around his mouth. Kath, I wanted just to quickly um, just divert your attention ever so slightly. It's funny. You know, I said I wasn't a confident cook. Um, over We've seen over the last 15 years people like Jamie Oliver and 
lots of different chefs and community people kind of raising the point that we have lost the skills of being able to cook or know how to prepare food. Now, I'm going to say I'm, I'm not at that level. Okay, I can do but something. If but if you can read, you can cook. Yeah, okay. So what, 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 if you are, I mean, and there are those of us who are this, we just don't feel like we have the skills and we don't yeah. have, you know, a great supportive family. We didn't have the aunts and the grandmothers and things like that. So we're starting, let's just say, at ground zero. Yeah. What would be your best tip to help somebody like me? Well, I, I would, um, this is when I would Google you know, some really basic menus for, for babies. I really would. Um, and I know when I was a maternal and child health nurse, in, in my mother's groups, I used to take some apples and I used to teach how to stew apples because you, you're right, Brooke, some women don't know how to stew apples. How do you do it? I don't. Oh, really? Yeah, do oh, it. Oh, I, I, I used to make some um, uh, beautiful apple, um, apple, um, apple, what's it called? Crumble. No, not crumble. Uh, um, apple sponge. Apple sponge. Oh, have you ever had apple no. sponge? <gasps> so you have all stewed apple on the bottom, and then like a um, sponge cake on the top. It's a it's a dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a vanilla cake on the top, and then um, just thick amount of stewed apple. It is when you come around for dinner next time. I was going to say, can't you bring it in? <laughs> no, right. Next Kath, dinner. things to do. <laughs> No, tell me about stewing stewing apples. So stew apples, stewed apples. You usually, usually you use the green apples, like the Jonathan apples. Mm. You just peel them, and then you core them. Take the core out, and then you 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 cut them up into small thin slices. Thin slices. You put them in water, and you cover them. Um, well, I suppose with microwaves. This is how I used to do it with mum. And you just cover them with water, and you bring them to the boil, and you just let them simmer. Just in a pot. That's it. Not not so not too much water, just enough to cover, cover them. Yeah. Let it simmer and then yeah. all the natural sugars and then you've got a puree. Yeah. Now, years ago we used to add sugar, but, you know, not not anymore. Enough sugar in the apples. Yeah, and that's it. And then they just, um, and then it's beautiful. And can you freeze that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, put okay. it, well, I, I tell mums to put it in um, ice cube containers. Oh, yeah? Oh, because you only need a small amount for them to play with. Exactly. So just pop out an ice cube or two and yeah, and you heat the, it up. you can do the same with mashed potato and um, uh, sweet potato and, and carrot. But you don't want to go and do a huge amount, you mm-hmm. know, like because you're only using a small amount too. The other thing is, um, you know, grated cheese over you, over the um, vegetables, vegetables, and but then you, then you give some yogurt and um, custard, you know, for a bit of sweets and you know bananas and all those bits and pieces. It's just really clean cooked food. And 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 do you pick up on what they like? And, yes. and and then yes. keep introducing things. Yes, yes. Or you give them the same food. Mm. I mean, it's okay if they just like one thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you, you know, you just don't give them um, French fries all the time. Mm, no. You give if they eat, um, you know, a lot of fruit. That's good. If they eat a lot of vegetables, that's good. Is it like sleep, Kath? That you start? I suppose you don't want to take it too seriously. But is it like sleep? You just start like creating that curiosity about food and textures. You're yeah. really doing yourself a favour if you start early? Yeah, and if if the baby isn't interested, I know I've said it probably 17 times already, stop, have a break, mm. start again in a couple of weeks. Don't Don't, don't, don't make a thing about it. You know, the baby's going to certainly going to eat. 
When is it a problem? Like when we have started to introduce food and that little person isn't taking to it or they have, you know, they have gagging, we've given the break, we've started again, we're having trouble. When do we pay attention to think that something Look, might be wrong? It, it becomes a problem when the parents really think it's a problem. When they go to professionals and start talking about it and then everyone's got an opinion about it. Personally, unless the child is unwell or has some dysfunction in the mouth or the throat, I seriously don't worry. I just think they will eat. They will eat. I don't. I don't hurry. I just. I just sort of back off. Yeah. So if your child's just not really, losing weight and, and oh, absolutely, and and keep giving the milk. Yeah. Like okay. keep giving milk and just reassure the parents and just say that the baby's well. If the, as long as the baby's gaining weight, you've got to look at the family too. You've got to see, you know, if they if the parents are six foot tall and the child is, you know really little and not gaining weight, there's something going on. But mm. if the parents are five foot tall and the baby's five foot, like little yeah. and, and looking well, well, everything's okay. Um, but you, you, you've you got to take it for... Have a bigger, broader you've view. Got to have a, yeah, you've got to look at the big picture. Kath, can I ask you, when is... Okay, maybe this is a this is like a expectations or societal expectations and then there's just your personal what you would like to do, but... When should a child not be on a bottle anymore? Good question. Very good question. Um, I always try to encourage the bottle to go at 12 months, Um, mainly because it's an easy time to take the bottle away. You can start introducing a sippy cup at around 11 months. Then you... Interchange them. Yeah, and then you start to transition um, formula and um, and to cow's milk from 11 months to 12 months. Um, and that is, um, so say if the baby is on formula, milk in the bottle, you um, just slowly transition the formula. So say if the baby's having 200 mils of formula in the bottle, you give um, 20 mils of cow's milk in the bottle and 180 of formula mixed together, then you slowly transition that over the month because you want the baby to like cow's milk because it's, you want the baby, it's an important food. And it's like us drinking formula. It's like, ugh, yuck, Mm, yuck, mm, I don't mm. like it. So if you just gave the baby cow's milk, A, they might get some diarrhoea and B, they may not like the taste. So you need to introduce it slowly. You do it slowly. Educate the palate. Yeah, mm. you do it very, very slowly. So mm. you just change it over very slowly over the month and there'll be no problem with the baby. Then um, if you if you use the um, sippy cup, um, you can really get rid of the bottle by 12 months. It's so much easier getting rid of the bottle at 12 months rather than 18 months, mm. two years, three, four yeah. Five. Because then it becomes a parents, crutch. Is it a it, crutch? It's, it's not the baby's issue. It's the parent's issue. All ah, right. Because um, you will say, look, it's time to finish the bottle. And they go, oh, no, 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 she likes it. I go, well, it's That's fine. Great. Just throw it out. Yeah. They go, oh, no, 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 we can't do it now. It's, it's just, the same as dummies, you know. Like it's. The, I have to say this, you know, you say throw it out. The best thing I ever heard was um, 
actually it was my brother, dummy for one of the children, um, Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus yeah, took anyone. it and gave you presents. Santa Claus took it and it worked like a treat. Anyone. The, the dummy fairy, good yeah. old dummy fairy. <laughs> anyone. I, uh, anyone. The dumb fairy came and took yeah. my dummy but didn't leave me two bucks. Anyone can come That's and um, take the dummy. Uh, the same with the bottle. Yeah. And it really does because after 12 months, if they're going to bed um, drinking the bottle and they've got teeth, the um, the milk in them in uh, in their gums and their mouths can cause decay. Oh, that's so you actually want the baby to have a drink of milk before bed, and then clean their teeth, and then maybe have a drink of water before they go to bed, and then bed. Yeah. So you want them to actually hop into bed, not with milk, not with milk. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's um, it, it's really. It, it, it is a big thing, but it's it's worthwhile and it's uh, it's a milestone throwing the bottles out. But if you can, <laughs> you've got to take a deep breath, but you've got to put them in the rubbish bin. You can't just leave them in the in the cupboard. Oh, because they'll be found. Oh, by the parents. Oh, right. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. when when somebody's upset, babies. you're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. us. It's it's our it's our problem. It's not the babies at all. Okay, so and and in terms of your experience, Kath, with different parents, children at different levels of development. It, this is n- nothing to get concerned at. Your child will eat when... when they go to school eating, and drinking, toilet trained, yeah. everything. Like it's, you know, and, and there's so much competition between parents like, oh, my child's eating all these foods. And they do, you know, like some children just eat from the first mouthful, they just <laughs> scoff it in. They're amazing. Yeah. And some children take a long time, mm. even in the same family, you know, and you've just got to be patient. Kath, I want to talk to you about habits because um, we talk, I have spoken to you about sleep and you talk about the, you know, the benefits of he- setting up healthy sleeping patterns and um just all of those type of, what do you call it, uh, routines. With regards to food, you know, there's also um, a propensity for some children to pick off your plate and things like that. that. That's just a personal family decision, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, well, it's also, you know, setting up your family manners. It depends what 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 you want to do. I mean, if you want that to happen... Well, you can have you, that can happen. If you don't want that to happen, you start that um, those boundaries from day one. Day one, and and if and you say that just doesn't happen. It's like that some people feed the dog at, at the table. Our family, oh no, no, I know. That, those I'm things not, don't I'm not happen. Judging people, but that's, no, no, no. I, and yeah, you know okay. the same thing, picking off the uh, of someone else's plate. Like personally, I don't agree with that, but it's you know it's it's up to you and that's not uh, a, yeah. yeah um but you know you do need to teach your child some manners and and also prepare them for you know the wider, the, world. The wide world yeah what about cooking different meals for your children like you know i know that i used to walk around you know and walk into the kitchen and mary would be there and roger would be there and i'd be like what's for dinner we all ate the same thing mm. but i go into um you know kitchens now and then often you know parents will cook different things for their children it, mm. i mean that again is just a personal Look, I think, yeah, I think probably they go a little bit over the top, yeah. you know, but um, I don't think it's necessary, you know. Um, I really don't think we it's necessary. We all eat together. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't make you a better mum. It doesn't make the children any better. Like, you know, it's about 
nutritious meals at home is is just really important. Mm. They don't need lots of sweets and, you know, lots of, you know, sweet drinks. Um, you know, people say, look, my child will only eat biscuits all the time. Well, who buys them? You know, you just don't have the biscuits in the house. You know, that that's... Another you just alternative. Don't do, yeah, you just don't have them. If your kids are going to kindy or... Is it, it's kindy, isn't it? Kinder. Kinder. Yeah. They're going to kinder. What do you pack them? Same. Well, I th- well, I think in, in kinder these days, well, absolutely certainly no nuts. Nothing yeah. no nut, nothing with that has nuts in. And, you know, bread and um, sandwiches and some fruit. A little and, Vegemite on Vegemite? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit of, yeah keep absolutely. it simple. Nice. Yeah, absolutely simple. And some of the kinders have, you know, they actually make in childcare, you know, make their own food. God bless those people. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. Kath, any other beautiful little 101s that you can help well, share with keep us? Keep it simple. Because keep it simple, Just stupid. Just keep it simple. That's the KISS principle. It is the KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Boom. Yeah. Right. And enjoy and... Just be patient. They're only little babies and it's not a competition to shove food in their mouth. It's just very, very simple, simple food, good food and be patient with the babies. And I, I think my t- today my takeout is is it's fun. It's, yeah. meant, it's This is new for them. This yeah. is a new Play experience. some aeroplanes. It's yeah, okay. That's fine. Meow. <laughs> Throw some stuff against the wall. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Splat. <laughs> Midwife cat, always a pleasure. Thanks, Brooke. This has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nikolic. Listener.